Hey, I'm Mina Caraccio. And I'm Malia Munley. And you're listening to Yale Behind the Mask, a podcast exploring the unique experiences and challenges Yaleys are grappling with this year amidst the coronavirus pandemic. Especially amongst Yaleys, many of us find comfort in having multiple options to choose from in every realm of our life, be it when choosing classes, extracurriculars, or even our friends. Though one of the biggest adjustments we've all had to deal with since the pandemic hit has been the drastic reduction in choices and agency. Most Yaleys chose to come to Yale for the wealth of opportunities the university boasts. So determined to preserve our choices, many Yaleys even decided to take time off this year instead of returning to what they saw as a compromised Yale experience. Hi, my name is Bluebell. I'm due to be starting at Yale after a gap year. So that will be the class of 2025. I think my primary reason to decide to take a gap year came out of the fact that so much of what I love about Yale is all the opportunities outside of the actual lessons that you get to interact with different people you get to take part in so many extracurriculars you get to really be a part of the wider community that is Yale and that is New Haven generally and when I first go to Yale I really want to be able to take advantage of all those opportunities as soon as I get there. Despite most Yaleys desire to constantly maximize our choices in life Premier psychologist Dr. Barry Schwartz proposes that this reduction of choice in light of COVID might in fact be a blessing in disguise. My name is Barry Schwartz. Uh, I'm a psychologist. I've written a whole bunch of books. Uh, The one that I'm best known for is one called The Paradox of Choice. And it is about how paradoxically, although everyone wants choice, when you have too much choice, instead of being liberated, you end up paralyzed and dissatisfied even when you make good decisions. There are two things that leap to mind uh, that are, I think, related to students. One is the unbelievable array of class options that are available. There's very little structure to the curriculum, and this is meant to be the great liberation of students. Uh, And I think there's a lot of reason to believe that what it does, in fact, is leave students bewildered, perpetually uncertain, always worry that they're making the wrong decision and dissatisfied even when they've made good decisions. So we are doing students no favor by basically turning the curriculum into a cafeteria. For first-year Flora Reynas, starting college in the era of COVID was actually a relief in some ways, after having suffered choice overload throughout high school. I'm Flora. I'm from South Florida. I'm a first-year in Hopper. So freshman year, I was one of those people who literally signed up for, I would say, almost every single club that my school offered. And I literally had a schedule in which I could like see like which club met when and I had to leave halfway through some clubs in order to make the other ones. And I realized like this isn't healthy. This isn't good. This isn't the way to go. Even though there are so many clubs, like so many things to do, I think it is kind of going at a slower pace because we all know that there are bigger fish to fry and there are bigger things happening right now. And I think that COVID's kind of shown us that. For example, last night I was setting up my room at like 11 p.m. And I realized that like otherwise if COVID wasn't happening, I think there would have been a lot of desire to go out and hang out with friends or like to explore the town and kind of have those conflicting needs. And I think because basically right now I can't even leave my suite, it was almost like because there were fewer options, I felt as though I was making the most of the situation. I was able to kind of relax. Beyond having fewer opportunities this year, most of us are dealing with reduced social interaction as well. Frat parties and packed dining halls have been replaced by sweet hangouts and one-on-one walks with friends. And while these social distancing measures have left many of us suffering from loneliness, 
Dr. Schwartz proposes that this reduction of people might in fact give way to deep and long-lasting relationships. The choice restriction will, I think, not be a problem. I think it'll actually be a blessing. And that is the development of and nurturing of close relationships with other people. In, a, in an environment like, like Yale, a large place, there's this temptation when you meet someone always to be looking over that person's shoulder to see if somebody better comes along. You're always asking or often asking not, is this a person worth investing time and energy in getting to know, but is this the best person worth investing time and energy in getting to know? And the fact that your social mobility has been reduced will, I think, encourage people to cultivate the relationships they have instead of sort of abandoning them because there's another one that looks more promising. And that may end up producing much richer and longer lasting intimate relations, romantic or otherwise, than would be the case in a normal college environment. One of my sweetmates actually decided to not come and so it's just one girl and me. That's Flora again, speaking of her relationship with her sweetmate. I think like one of the beautiful parts about the two week quarantine is that we didn't ask each other like, hey, do you want to explore like all of these like different desires? It was just kind of sitting there and chatting in a very chill and conversational manner. And so we just played Jenga. We, um, we chatted about where we're from and our families and kind of have that space carved out and have that time carved out for us to kind of get to know each other rather than um, kind of separating and like jumping into finding new people and finding new friends, but kind of almost being forced to get to know each other and being forced to stay in the sweep in the most beautiful way possible. Sawar so Ahmed, a Berkeley sophomore, had a similar insight when living with a small COVID pod. I'm currently back on Yale campus, but for the past month and a half, I'd, I had been living in Utah with some friends. But what I've noticed at Yale is that people are often maximizers with the people that they surround themselves with. We want to build connections and network all the time. And that has often gotten in the way of me making friends with people because they're focused on like 40 different people. What was great about living with seven people in one house was that the pool was already so limited that people were kind of forced to be satisficers instead of maximizers. Uh, Pre-COVID, like I never would have chosen them to be my select group of friends, but because we were kind of thrown together. In retrospect, I was actually very lucky to be introduced to them. And you've become such good friends. And it's kind of crazy to think that a friendship like that would never have blossomed if the pool of friends that were available to me hadn't been kind of limited. Besides reducing our choices, for many, COVID has also dispelled our illusion of control. Most things in life are disappointing in one way or another, but you're not responsible for it. We value agency enormously, and agency is a good thing, but the price of agency is that it's very hard to avoid blaming yourself whenever anything goes wrong. Yes, we have agency, but we don't have nearly as much agency as people in our culture like to pretend. You know, life is something that happens to us as well as being something that we shape. And, and the pandemic, I think, forces us to confront that we have less control over things in our life than we imagine. Now it's become more salient. And I do think it takes enormous pressure off. There were a lot of moments this past month and a half where logistical concerns came up about me being able to move back to campus once I was done living with friends. Here's Zawar again. And it seemed like life was falling apart and I wouldn't be able to come back to Yale. 
I've always been the sort of person who blames themselves for their circumstance. And for once, it wasn't me who was ruining my own personal life, but external factors, which actually helped me a lot with letting go. And I think part of that has to do with COVID. I have gotten so used to just giving up that agency in my life that I feel like I've loosened my grip. That's actually allowed me to approach life with a lot more ease. First year Amory Froman also found a similar relief when life as we knew it was forced to come to a pause. Reflecting on her circumstances at the beginning of the pandemic and her resulting loss of agency. It's easy to forget, but I do remember when all of this started, I felt this massive burden taken off because all of a sudden these things that I normally expected myself to do, you know, from the very basic going to school to the more complex, you know, spending time out with friends or working in clubs, all those sorts of things, none of those options were there. And so I had this massive amount of free time and free agency with which to spend my days. And it was really interesting to watch because I did find ways to fill them meaningfully. And I do feel like genuinely there, I was a lot happier um, at some of those times when I just, I'd wake up and my big event of the day would be calling someone or baking cookies. So I did feel this massive weight lifted off once this burden of choice um, was gone. Not all Yaleys agree with the assumption that we're now operating in a world of fewer choices. In fact, some argue that the shift to a primarily online environment has actually given way to more opportunities and options. Amory is one of those students. I do feel like there's even more options or pressure to choose. Because in a normal time, having two meetings at the same time might be impossible. But with Zoom, you can log on to two different devices and all of a sudden you're doubling your time. There's also this pressure to consistently maximize your options, um, especially if you've made the choice to come to campus. I personally feel this pressure when I take away my food to eat it while watching a lecture or working on something else. Whereas I would imagine in a typical time, there's not that pressure to do that in a dining hall. If you're getting food with some friends, you just sit down and talk and enjoy the meal in each other's company. As Yaleys, many of us have always tried to slavishly maximize our choices and control in our lives. But of all the things that COVID has tragically taken from us, perhaps our abundance of choice hasn't been such a loss after all. Thanks so much for listening. A special thanks to our esteemed guest, Dr. Barry Schwartz, and students Bluebell Carroll, Flora Reynas, Zawara Med, and Amri Proman. Take care.